This week's episode is with the wonderful Sophie Johnson. So Sophie is the sister of one of our previous guests, Lucy. Um, Sophie's got two lovely little girls, both... In fact, I think the eldest Scarlet has just finished nursery. So toddler and just above toddler age. Um, and actually, Sophie's the first guest that I could ask questions to to compare pregnancy and birth between sort of life as we know it before COVID and then throughout COVID. So this was a really interesting conversation for me, um, given that I'd had Bella just during COVID. But Sophie is a beautiful soul so intelligent and this was just such a lovely conversation so i hope you all enjoy i normally start with the same question okay for every female guest but you're the first guest that I can ask this question to so what were the biggest differences between pregnancy during COVID and what I would say in ordinary times pregnancy yeah yeah well the factually different was I found out I was pregnant with Phoebe like three weeks before we went into lockdown Mm -hmm. so no one else other than like my immediate family no one else knew that I was pregnant Mm -hmm. um and I went from going into the hospital or working hospital to working at home Mm -hmm. like full time um with Phoebe so whereas with Scarlett obviously it was all just normal I I don't know because I also had a toddler yeah with my second pregnancy Mm -hmm. and I think I really did enjoy it at the time because I was at home with her nursery had closed mm-hmm. Steve was furloughed mm-hmm. so it was lovely yeah. um but looking back so Scarlett attend one so like maybe for 12 months of her life she wasn't really out and about an awful lot mm-hmm. seeing people as she maybe would have done mm-hmm. if it hadn't been COVID but pregnancy wise I don't really think I found many differences mm-hmm. um the main thing is that I was just at home maybe it wasn't as active mm-hmm. As in my second pregnancy as was in my first. I don't think COVID made that much of a difference no. for me from a pregnancy. Yeah. After that yeah. was a bit different. Yeah, because people keep saying, oh, you missed out on so much during pregnancy because of COVID. And I have got nothing to compare it to. So I, even the likes of Nike, you go to midwife appointments and see come. Yeah, okay, those kind yeah. Of things, I was a bit like, I didn't even know that yeah. many dads. So that was a big things. thing, actually. But I think I have an attitude where I just made the most of the situation yeah. that I was in. So for like my 12-week scan, Steve was able to come. Yeah. My 20-week scan, um, he wasn't able to come. I, again, assumed that everything would all be okay, and it was. We did want to find out the gender, mm-hmm. so I asked her to write it down for me, and then we found out together. Mm-hmm. Um, the When I was pregnant with Scarlett, I did go to quite a lot of antenatal, like... Mm-hmm courses yeah. days of birth and course um where I met like six mums who I'm so like really close to now so that was incredible yeah. like, like really like fed nicely into like maternity leave then yeah. when you know I had a baby um but yeah second time I didn't have any of that but again the biggest difference was for me second time was that I had a toddler mm-hmm. that kept me 100% busy <laughs> <laughs> so even if it hadn't been COVID I yeah. don't know if I would have done all of those other things as well I don't Anywhere, know yeah 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 um yeah but I don't know yeah I don't really thought about it actually before no. what about birth then birth 
So that was very different. Yeah. yeah. So I tested positive for COVID. My like, contraction started with Phoebe. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> and I've not really been able to speak about it really oh, wow. recently. Yeah. Of since, to be honest. Yeah. So I felt like crap. Yeah. The whole of end of August, the whole of September. We'd been away in August and then I'd come back and just felt like crap. My birth in September, I just remember feeling like just with a cold. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, nursery, you know, give me these things. Yeah. Um, and then my taste went mid-September. Um, and it was at the time when you had to fill in a thing online, get the test, wait for the test to be posted to you, do the test, go to the special post box uh-huh. and send it off and then wait a few days for your result. So I just said to stay. And Scarlet was late, so I had to be induced with Scarlet. Yeah. Um, and it was about, I was coming up to, it was like 38 weeks, 38 and a half weeks with Phoebe and I thought, I'm just going to do a test now just to rule out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did, did that all on, got the test on the Saturday, did the test, me, Scarlett and Steve, mm-hmm. um, sent it off. And then on the Tuesday, I was like 38, six, I think mm-hmm. she was born at 37, 39 weeks. Um, in the morning, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, because I didn't go into labour with Scarlett, so I was a bit like, oh my God, what's happening? And then as the day had gone on, I started getting these contractions. Um, and then it was like, just before I picked Scarlett up from nursery, rang mum and everything, said, pick her up, steal, come in, bring her to yours. Um, got this text off NHS, you've tested positive. <laughs> Steve got one saying negative and Scarlett's was negative, but mum was positive. So I was just like, oh my God, what's happened? So I rang my midwife, my community midwife, and she was like, don't worry, relax, chill out. Whether you test positive or negative, you're going to have this baby. Mm-hmm. The hospital are going to be in PPA, you know, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you know, you're, you're going to just be on your own, mm-hmm. pretty much, mm-hmm. have your own space. So see it that way. She was incredible. Mm-hmm. So that was that. Went into the hospital. Um, took me straight up. Confirmed it was like five centimetres, took me into delivery suite. Um, the PPE, everyone had PPE, you know, that was all normal. Mm-hmm. So the delivery, that was all fine, really. The staff were incredible. My memory of it, the staff were incredible, mm-hmm. really, really lovely. Like my midwife, who was actually there to deliver Phoebe, just took a mask off at the end. She was like, yeah. I'm not bothered. And they tested us again when we got to the hospital, um, which actually when that test came back the next day, they were both negative. So I think I'd had it yeah. and not known about it really and then got better because I felt fine um but when I went on to mat base I was mm-hmm. in a single room because I'd had tested positive and that was awful mm-hmm. I don't really want to slag off the women's no, but no. there was individuals that I could probably pinpoint and I did feed that back in mm-hmm. my kind of debrief that they would just treat me like treated me like I had some sort of awful disease mm-hmm. and they'd be talking outside the room and that was really lonely because mm. I didn't have any visitors and just well, you probably experienced it yourself. Yeah. So that was awful because when I had Scarlet, everyone was coming and going yeah. all day, every day. And I was only in there two days or something, mm-hmm. um, which transformed my whole experience because I really wanted to breastfeed. And I had an emergency cesarean with Scarlet um, late on the Tuesday night. Um, so I stayed to then leave at like 2am. So I was like stuck in this bed with this baby there, yeah. like no one had even dressed her or anything. So that by the time my mum came in the morning, I was hysterical, couldn't get her to latch. The midwife was like, you just need to get her in a bottle now. And I was like trying to harvest colostrum and all that. And I was just like, I've not even given this a chance. I just yeah. want to try a little bit longer, but 100% get me a bottle. Yeah. 
Um, my mum just come in and was like, right in there yeah. and got her straight on there straight away. Yeah. yeah, and she that was it then. She just fed oh, wow. amazingly, yeah. Wow. So if I'd not had that, yeah. I wouldn't have breastfed. Whereas Phoebe, I knew what I was doing a bit more. Yeah. Um, so that was really tra- not traumatic, but no, but it is traumatic. And sometimes I look now. back now yeah. and I think, you know, there's just little yeah. elements, and I think, yeah. oh, yeah, we play it, we play it down a lot. I yeah, saying to stay like Bella was two last week, and I just started crying. He said, "What are you crying for?" I said, "I don't know. I, I feel a bit like, although it's her birthday, it was still a really traumatic experience yeah. to go through, and I don't think I've actually processed. Yeah, it. yeah, I didn't really process." for different reasons because Scarlett wasn't born during the pandemic but what my labour was like with Scarlett Mm -hmm. until I had a consultant appointment when I was pregnant with Phoebe and I requested to go through it all in detail to understand what my options would be second time around Um, and it was only then really that I thought yeah Mm. I can process this now but yeah no yeah a lot of friends have said that they kind of feel similar as well that they don't really process it and that we do obviously you, you physically go through a trauma anyway but the emotions that are attached to that we tend i think it's because we forget the pain yeah. as well your body does that doesn't it it yeah. forgets the pain so you kind of forget the, and the tiredness the yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah the feelings that go with it um this might there might not be an answer to this question what's easier no babies to one baby one baby to two babies. one to two Really? 100% for me personally, yeah. Oh, wow. How come? <laughs> um, I just, I took to one baby. Like, yeah. I really did, I feel like I did really enjoy being a newborn. Yeah. We had our own little routine. Don't get me wrong, it was hard. And I had moments and days where I was like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot do this. I did have all of that. Yeah. But the memory that I have is I loved being off and turning to leave with Scarlett, I really enjoyed it. It was just me and her. We'd have our little naps. Yeah. that <laughs> sleep on me, you yeah. know. I mean, I'm still paying for it now. And she's yeah. four, getting yeah. into our bed. Yeah. Um, I did really enjoy it. Um, one to two was it was all of those things. Yeah. But I found, or still I'm finding it hard because you do not have as much time. Me and Steve have to physically plan time to have a conversation. Wow. Um, some, not all the time, but it's yeah. it's just double the chaos. And I think the, the age gap, Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have no idea. I can't comment on what any other age gap mm-hmm. is, but the age gap between these two um, was hard. Like, so we, Scarlett was 21 months when Phoebe was born. So she was in a cot and was an okay sleeper, but not, not great. Mm-hmm. You know, she'd have a great night and then she'd have three not great yeah. nights. Um, and Phoebe was in our room and the next to me and again Phoebe was a great sleeper but like um, got she was about seven so Phoebe was okay but it got to a point when she was about six or seven months it was like she's ready to go into this mm-hmm. cot now I need her out of this bedroom for her sake mm-hmm. as well because I was waking we were waking each other up um, but I was like I'm not buying another cot so Scarlett needs to get out of this cot <laughs> like Scarlett wasn't even two and a half yeah. and um Oh, this toddler bed I mean this whole thing is just so traumatic and it's the worst thing we ever did because she'd just get out of the cot I'm out of the bed um, ended up getting rid of the toddler bed buying a single bed because at least if she did wake up one or stay could, could get into get, the bed yeah, with her yeah. um, so I mean it wasn't like traumatic but it was hard because yeah. Scarlett would be getting up and then she'd wake Phoebe up or Phoebe'd 
wake up and wake scarlet up and then the tiredness was hard that's what i found really hard Mm -hmm. testing me more than i've ever been tested um and like when scarlet was in there she said it was just me and phoebe at home i was just so tired Mm -hmm. so i don't do anything yeah stayed home all day and i think that took me a while to get my head around that that's okay Mm where is scarlet i was here there everywhere Mm -hmm. so that's what i found hard for me yeah Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. She keeps asking, like, not asking, but talking about when should we have another one. And I just don't know if I can cope with Bella the way she is now and a newborn. I just I, I just don't know. But then people, some people but, say to me, it's, it's easier the older they get. And then some people say it's worse the older they get. So, yeah, I've got friends who have got like Scarlet's age and then they're having another one. Um, and they're, they're asking the same things and they think, oh, I don't know how this is ever going to work. Yeah. But you just do. And for all of the hard things, yeah. it's the best thing I've ever done. Like, I won't show you now because I'm on camera, but yeah. I'll, I'll show you after yeah. there's a video of the two of them and just seeing them interact. Yeah. And yeah. like in the last six months, it's maybe this is going to put you off actually, but no. <laughs> the first time where they can play unsupervised, lovely, where I can go get a full shower and like yeah. have blow dry my hair and get yeah. ready for the day. Yeah. Don't worry, I could always do that, but I'd always be juggling yeah. them. Um, so it is lovely yeah. and they've got each other to keep them company and it's really nice having like the four of us yeah. Um, but yeah no, it, it was hard yeah. but I, I, I am getting out the other side of it now yeah, yeah. much much easier now because yeah. I fear that Bella is so independent now that if I have another I'm going back to the drawing board yeah but then that's a really selfish reason why not to have another yeah because Scarlett's very very independent mm. very strong-willed yeah very <laughs> determined and it's yeah. just getting more and more like the yeah. other she gets but at the same time I'm celebrating it like yeah. it might be challenging for me but yeah. it's only challenging for me when my head's not in the right yeah, yeah, space yeah, yeah I get that um so there's a lot of stuff that I'm working on as well to, to help manage them better yeah um yeah, I mean, there's no right or wrong way, is it? Um, but, she, but she loves being a big sister to yeah. Phoebe. Yeah. And you can just see Phoebe, like, idolise her <laughs> most, of the, time, most yeah. of the time. Most of the time. Yeah. What would you say has been your biggest challenge so far? Or your biggest struggle? That can be something for yourself. It can be something with the girls. Um, Working. I was going to ask you later on about work. Yeah. Not the fact that just trying to be a mum and work. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. I found it really challenging and I kind of just moved to the back of my mind so I work three days currently okay um, and if I didn't have children I'd full on work five days and yeah. throw myself into my career um, but you have a hard job yeah anyway I, yeah and I, I don't know what the right answer is I literally don't know what it is but I worked four days when I went back with Scarlett Loved having a Friday. I don't think I'd ever work five days ever again. Mm-hmm. People must be mental. <laughs> um, and then when I went back with Phoebe, I went back four days and just found it really tough. Like the nursery bills and, you know, paying for them to go to nursery and they keep getting sick and mm-hmm. I'm just struggling too much. So then we looked at our finances and thought, well, I can't afford to drop another day. The boss was like, you're doing but I just I've got to do this for a short period of time so that's what I'm doing now Um, and it is the best thing I've ever done I love having the extra day with them and just the extra day to do life admin and headspace and everything else but then at the same way I'm like 
am I missing out on? And, and, and I, I don't really want to say it, but I'm pretty sure yeah. that I am missing out on career progression opportunities yeah. because I am working three days a week. Yeah. So I find that challenging to get my head around. But, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Stay and I talk about this all the time because before, before we decided to have Bella, both of us were very career-driven, probably me more so, um, and sort of getting to that management role and management title was really important to me. Not so much now, because I feel like your priorities change a little yeah. bit when after you become mum. Um, but I, I still had to accept that the way I worked before I had Bella was not the way I would be able to work after having her. Mm. So I couldn't work seven days a week. Yeah. I couldn't work 12 hours a day. I couldn't work here, there and everywhere the way yeah, I used yeah, to. Yeah. It just wasn't, just wasn't possible. It, it can't happen in that way. But I remember a really good point that you said to me before Bella was born. And I can't remember how the conversation happened, but you, it was over a message. And I think I asked you for like your top tip at the time. Yeah. And you said, let's stay. So let my stay give you a chance to get ready for the yeah. day before yeah, the yeah. day starts so that's what you and your stew do and yeah. it really helps yeah even now yeah I remember saying to him <laughs> I'm not leaving this house yeah. I remember saying to him you can't even piss him well do that because you're up at five o'clock and so he was working you changed your job and he was like well just make <laughs> so yeah to this day sometimes when he comes in he goes I'm going to get a shower and I go <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> just wait a minute let me get a shower first yeah yeah so yeah that's a it is hard though, career-wise, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I think it's one of those juggles that, you know, depends on what type of day you've had in work or the type of day mm. you've had at home. Like, what day was it? One day last week, I can't remember. Mm. Um, as soon as he got home, I was like, I'm out, I'm going, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't do this anymore. Like, I just cannot do it. It's not just around the block and I was fine. Yeah. But, um, and, and it, it hadn't been anything in particular. You know, we haven't really done anything all day to be honest just like potted round um but I don't know it was just I think it was just triggering you know, some days you can just be a bit more yeah. triggering than others yeah um but like with regards to me working three days because Steve works certainly five some six yeah. days a week um and I'm pretty sure if he if we really sat down and had to make that decision he yeah. would absolutely love to drop a day and work um, and have the girls for example or whatever um but we looked at like the pros and cons and like the where he is with his job and mm-hmm. kind of so he work, he's got like a family business um it just kind of makes more sense right now for him to be 100 percent present mm-hmm. um and i and i was still probably to and from thinking oh is that a sacrifice on my part but i don't see it like that at mm-hmm. all i think it's I'm here to support him and like our relationship as well as the girls yeah. and, and it makes him thrive better in work when he knows that I'm happy and the girls are happy mm-hmm. and I am much happier when I've got more time yeah. at home with the girls than when yeah. I'm trying to cram like a 37 hour week yeah. into four days yeah um and I wasn't really doing very well at work or at home you know it's, it's yeah, one of those um, something has to give I remember saying to see I've just felt like I got to a point where so I've recently stopped doing um, some hours from home that I used to do for my friend's business. One, because I really enjoy this. Yeah. And having the time to sit down with people has helped me. <clears throat> I can't even tell you how much it's helped me. And then it just got to the point where it's just not 
not worth it. Yeah. yeah, and I and like you said about yourself and stay, you weighed up what was best. In our relationship, it was kind of the other way. So Steve took the the reduced hours, yeah. if you will. So he has Bella all day Monday. Yes, yeah. we both have her on a Wednesday morning. Um, he has a Thursday morning. So out of the two of us, he actually has her more than I do. Yeah. But now that I've got a bit more time, he said you will absolutely love having a yeah, you know, yeah. sort of one day a week. It's good that you've got that. both. You've got this flexibility yeah. in your jobs. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Yeah. You've just, just got to make it work. I you mean, you've just got to adapt to yeah. what her needs are, what your needs yeah. are, what Steve's needs are. Yeah. Um, easy, what are your work goals then? Just to talk about you for a minute. Work goals. Um, I don't know. I think I know where I want to be, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. I think where I am currently, so I work, I was, um, just a bit of background then, I mm-hmm. was, um, a scientist at university doing like biomedical um sciences and I've always been interested in like healthcare and how you kind of apply that scientific research into a real life you know setting mm-hmm. rather than there's lots of obviously brilliant you know um, academic routes and paths that you know people could spend their whole career kind of working mm-hmm. on research papers and kind of building evidence to demonstrate this to demonstrate mm-hmm. that and that's absolutely brilliant I loved the theory mm-hmm. behind that but for me, I, I wanted to see a bit more of an impact of, of yeah. the research we were doing. And during my PhD, I was lucky enough to work with two clinical um, doctors. And um, so I had kind of real um, world experience of how great this research we were um, completing was mm-hmm. able to, you know, you literally could just see all of these barriers up from how you translate that into the NHS. So that's kind of what sparked me to look outside of academia. So I work for a private company, a consultancy company, specialising in taking a new product, whatever stage that might be. It might be a well-formed business plan mm-hmm. or it might be literally a hypothesis. Mm-hmm. And I'd provide like a strategy of how you'd get that product to market um, in health and life mm-hmm. sciences and kind of digital innovation. Um, so did that for a few years and then they were taking a similar... So we during the time I worked for that consultancy company, I was doing ad hoc projects with NHS trusts. And then the last kind of six months, my role became almost full-time for one trust, um, kind of looking at innovation needs and mm-hmm. how you can educate clinicians to think differently. Um, and not only think, oh, I just want to transform the way that this service mm-hmm. is working because there's lots of teams within the NHS that do that really, really well. But what's that kind of niche novel mm-hmm. idea um, that you can make money out of as well, um, where appropriate. So they were bringing a similar team into Alder Hay, mm-hmm. um, an innovation team, and it was currently funded by an external European fund to see economic growth in Liverpool city region. So it was to encourage um, small startup um, or kind of more well-established mm-hmm. medium-sized companies in the Liverpool city region to have access to experts in their field. So like Alder Hay, for example, and there was other partners. Mm-hmm. So that's what I started managing. So that was great. Made mm-hmm. loads of contacts within the region. Um, and then the innovation team within Alder Hay has kind of slightly changed over the last 18 months. We've released a new strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I now manage our kind of early stage incubator team. Um, we're called Launchpad. So we work not too dissimilar to that, but with staff in the trust um, to kind of nurture their idea from literally their idea and turn it into a project and you know, can drop out at various stages. 
Um, so I absolutely love, love that bit. Um, I'd like to maybe sit, explore um, rather than just upping my days back when I'm ready mm-hmm. to in all the hay. Make use of what I've got working really well in three days and maybe start just consulting mm-hmm. for other companies and maybe, I don't know, maybe startups mm. um, on like a fee um, yeah. purpose on those other two days. I don't know yet, but that's what I'm currently exploring in my head and then see where that takes me. Just to kind of, I'm being like a sponge at the moment. Yeah. Sponging it all in. Yeah, absolutely. Because surrounded by like brilliant people, so I'm just like learning from them. an amazing them. job. Yeah. It's all right, yeah. It's, it's, it's all right. It is good. <laughs> yeah. It's very different. Yeah. Um, and the way innovation works, you might have one success in like a 30-year career um, and like 30 fails. Yeah. Um, but the more I'm getting into it, the more I kind of thrive off that yeah, challenge, yeah. I think. Um, and looking at identifying that right little nugget that will succeed. Yeah. So you work with the nurses and the on, doctors on the, on the ward. Mm-hmm. So I think that is rewarding itself, yeah. isn't it? Because oh yeah, they can because there's innovation jobs yeah everywhere, yeah. and I look yeah quite a lot yeah just to see what's out there, and it just because I could get work paid way more than I'm yeah. getting paid outside the NHS, um so that is tempting as well. But there's no better impact than working with sick kids. No, oh my god, no, it's, a it's, friend it's, of it's mine incredible. Works with a at Alder Hay on a ward. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they do it. It's some, well, she does it with somatic practice and dance. So it's oh all, wow. Yeah. So it's it's, um, it's actually my former uni lecturers. Oh, that's company, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Small Things Collective. And my friend Sam, she started sort of like volunteering when we were in uni, and then it's just essentially carried on. And she said, honestly, it is the most rewarding. Yeah. Thing. Alda Hay do that really well. So they've got a yeah. play specialist team and a patient experience team yeah. that bring in all sorts of experts. Um, they do do that really, really well. Yeah. It's not a change. You know, these poor children yeah. that have got long stays in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Or not, you know, even yeah. anxious about going into the hospital to begin with. Yeah. yeah. What would you say your biggest reward is as mum? Um, God, just the love that you feel back from them. Um, and it gets stronger and stronger. I think like the older they get, yeah. like I'm looking at Lucy's little baby Margot now and, yeah. you know, there's absolutely nothing more rewarding than this newborn. Um, but seeing Margot compared to like Scarlett and Phoebe now, and yeah. obviously, you know, not that long ago, Scarlett and Phoebe yeah. were, were, was, were where Margot is. Um, when, when they first say, I love you. Um, <laughs> and like yeah. they had a coronation parade and it's true today and i can't usually go on a wednesday but i changed my day around it to go um so just like going over to them playing with their friends and like tapping on the shoulder like seeing the little face light up when they see you um and seeing them enjoy things i mean i really find it rewarding when they eat is that really <laughs> stupid <laughs> when they eat the food i've made for them yeah that makes me feel so happy well i don't cook so i wouldn't know <laughs> I mean, anything, you know, if they eat, like, banana, I'm like, well done. Yeah. <laughs> These yeah. kids are going to grow up with, like, um, fears of, like, not eating the food. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's just when they show that love back mm. to you. Mm. I'm like, you know, just that they're so reliant on you. Or that transition of when they're so reliant on you when, you know, they're like, Margot, yeah. um, to where Phoebe is, because she's still really needy, to where Scarlett is, and she's so needy, but she's not. Yeah. 
different, you know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, like she's really now ready for school. Yeah. And I'm sure that continues to just blow your mind, like the bigger they get. So just go, go to school in September? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I almost feel like I can't believe it's gone that fast. No. I remember Steve telling me that you were pregnant. Yeah. And I just can't believe she's going to school. Yeah, she got her first choice as well, which is Amazing. Yeah, so daughter's like, um, uh, uniforms in red and grey. Oh, God. So, like, priorities are just some red and grey boots. I was going to say, did you get the hair accessories and the socks? (laughs) Of course you did. I haven't got the socks yet. I've just got the boots. It's like a sale on the bundles. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But that'll be a brand new adventure. I know she's ready, but... You never know how they're going to, like... No. Do you know, because if they don't want to go into nursery, you're like, well... You know, if they were consistently unhappy in nursery, you just move them or whatever. Luckily, these two have been fine. But, like, with school, yeah. I'm like... I don't know. Sometimes I'm thinking, well, what if you hate school? What am I going to do? Like, you have to go to school. It's a bit of a different level of authority yeah. and structure of the day than it is with yes. nursery, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure she'll be fine, but... I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah. She'll probably be the kid who'll be, like, head girl or... Yeah. <laughs> senior prefect that kind yeah, of yeah yeah that kind of role yeah who knows yeah when I um when I asked you to complete your job form mm-hmm. and it says is there anything you want to talk about you just said mum life yeah no rush that sorry no yeah mum what life. what does mum life mean to you just I think the um it's funny in this combination parade before I bumped into one of my friends who's mm. Phoebe's friend's mum so I met her through um mum life mm-hmm. um, and we both had exactly the same outfit <laughs> like a stripy top jeans and trainers and the nursery woman was like have you two planned this and I was like no this is like your mum uniform <laughs> um, and I think mum life I just think god it's such like a hard job like if you had a relationship with someone that like spoke to me like sometimes Scarlett if even speak to me I'd be like this is abuse like <laughs> yeah I'm leaving yeah or you know like the unpredictability or yeah. like I'm trying to think of another example like your little things that you share on Instagram like oh, the I meltdowns have... or the fruit shoot and I have to because you'd just leave wouldn't you, you just wouldn't yeah. put up with it yeah you know if yeah. you had a job yeah that made you that like yeah at the end of the day and you want to do you know what the thing that I can't stand at the minute? So Bella doesn't say why. She says, what are you doing? So it's, mummy, what are you doing? I'll tell her what I'm doing. Then as soon as I finish telling her, mummy, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Tell her again. Mummy, what are you doing? And then by the third time, I have to, with all of my might, not go, I've just told you <laughs> twice. Uh, I'm, I'm still driving, baby. I'm yeah, still yeah, driving. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, it's like, look at me. Mummy, look at me. Yeah. Mummy, look at me. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, yeah. so I think it's just that whole yeah. you know when you've had just like the emoji yeah. yeah that I think <laughs> yeah. it, but then take all that away it's, it's the most rewarding thing that yeah. you will ever experience for me personally like yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way but it is like the hardest thing I've ever done yeah um, I remember saying to you Lucy when I interviewed her a couple of weeks ago which is mad to think that when I interviewed her. Mm. Oh, wow. Crazy. Bum. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's here. I know. Crazy that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I remember saying to her, like, me when I was pregnant, I can remember the exact moment that I think of and I'm sitting on the couch in there and Steve and I are watching the Hubble documentary that Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio... Um, I've not seen that. Oh, my God. It's really good. Okay. Watch it. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, I can't wait for this baby to arrive. 
And when I think back to me now, thinking about what baby arriving meant to me, is <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing prepares you. No. And I never understood what people meant when they said that. But, oh my God, nothing prepares you, does it? Lucy said that this week. Yeah. And I did say that to her and I said, that's not to frighten you. But mm. I remember thinking, looking back, going, holy shit, I was so naive. Yeah. Thinking about me sitting on the That, couch. I think, going back to the naught to one, one yeah. to two... That's probably the hardest, yeah. one of the hardest things, that unpreparedness. But once you, whatever that may look like, I think, get your head out the cloud or when that mist lifts, mm-hmm. whenever that might be, mm-hmm. does it really ever lift? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thinking about that now, yeah. that When you get used to... The first few weeks, hardcore, isn't it? Like yeah. hardcore, Yeah. Yeah. I think there's so many things that are still a, a blur. Like, cause people mention things when they've got newborns. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, remember that? Mm-hmm. Or, like, things I talk about, like, I keep saying to Steve, oh, my God, do you remember when Bella had colic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pulling our hair out every night. Yeah. You, you just forget it. Yeah, you, you do. You really forget it, don't you? Mm-hmm. Teething. Yeah. Um. That first cold. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. like, the biggest fear. Well, every time world. we see Margo, like, Scarlet and Phoebe, obviously, they love her so much yeah. and just want to, like, smother her. Yeah. Um, but I'm at the same time, like, <laughs> don't touch her. <laughs> yeah. Because you're covered with germs. Yeah. Ah, oh, did you before and two-year-old? Oh, are you from her? Yeah. I know. I know. Um, how, you know, with you working three days a week, then, after mm-hmm. um, having Phoebe, mm-hmm. do you spend more time... <clears throat> With the girls, just you? Do you spend more time with your mum, so with Nan? Um, so right now, I'm off on a Tuesday and a Friday. Um, Friday, I've been off on a Friday for, you know, obviously since I went back with Scarlett. So we've got a nice little, we do swimming lessons on a Friday. Um, I tend to do like a food shop or, you know, really great adult responsibilities. Yeah. Um, so it's usually... Uh, and sometimes I'll go out with a friend who's off on a Friday with their little one. Um, it's me and the girls on a Friday. So Tuesday, I've only been off on a Tuesday since like November. I feel like it's yesterday, but I forget we're in May. So I have had the odd Tuesday seeing my mum or mm-hmm. um, my other friend is off on a Tuesday and she's got two boys the same age as the girls and they're in there. She's still so calling Phoebe friends with them. Um, so I tend to try and go out and do something on a mm-hmm. Tuesday. But like now, obviously Lucy is off. We're gonna try and have that oh, as like nice little stuff. days, yeah, yeah. Once um, once Lucy's like up and ready to yeah. be out and about. Um, but yeah, I just kind of yeah. it's it's mainly me really. But I plan my day with others if that makes sense mm. on Tuesday. I Friday. found that really helped me when Bella was so tiny because sometimes I felt like yes. I'd get cabin fever yes. if I was to stay in all day. Yeah. So I feel like as well for Lucy. Once, yeah, you know, once she's on yeah. her feet, that'll be yeah. Doing the I'll be the most socialised baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think I do think you do need that though. Yeah. I remember my mum saying to me, I think Bella was about six days old. Mm. She was like, "Right, we're going to warm skirt. Come on, pack your yes. bags. It's yeah, what yeah. we're doing." This even like I remember the first time changing a bum in public. Out in public yeah, that the the know, baby yeah. change was closed. It was out of order, and I was like. What are we gonna do? I was like, Amber, it's fine. You know, we, we'll do it in the car. I just yeah. showed it, and then she was like, I would have cried on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> if I was on my own in the middle of Morrison's. Yeah, at this point. No, so, it's so yeah. important to have people wrapped so around important. you. Yeah. Um, but it's not easy at the same time. I didn't find it that easy anyway. Mm. I mean, I did at the very, very beginning, but because I am like a carbon copy of Scarlett, like very independent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
don't always kind of ask for help until maybe I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, yeah. I need help. Yeah. And I'm trying to work on that a bit yeah. more. And, you know, it's okay. Like I said to my mum the other day, I just don't have time to do my nails. I can't have time to get my nails done. She was like, just find time. You've got plenty of time. Yeah. Just plan. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. On a Thursday, so you can pick them up. Yeah. I'm going to go straight from work and get my nails done. Yeah. So, you know, it's just about yeah, yeah. making sure that you, people around you remind yeah. you that it's really important yeah. that you do these little things. Yeah. I know, because I think both of our parents, we're both one of four. Oh, are you one of four as well? Yeah, yeah. So Where are you in the order? I'm three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe three or four. Usually named as the problem child. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. No, but honestly, I think, well, I'm quite similar to you in the fact that I wouldn't ask for help. Yeah. For Ada, I just kept soldiering on. Work helped me because I went back to work quite quick. Yeah. With being self-employed. Yeah. that, That helped me from my own mental health. Yeah. Um, honestly, probably for about a year. Yeah. And then once Bella became a bit more of a person, mm-hmm. it was then kind of, I felt like it was that, it was that mum guilt of missing out on things. Yeah. So initially I had the mum guilt because I didn't miss her. Yeah. I was at work because I enjoyed being at work. Yeah, yeah. break. Yeah. It's funny enough, Steve and I only had this conversation last night, but then now, flip it the other way, and now I feel guilty when I'm not getting in till nine o'clock, three nights mm, a week because mm. of my working hours, because of where I work. And you just, I don't think you ever find a balance, no. do you? There's just, what works now might not work in six months yeah. or in three months. Um, I didn't come back to like where I see myself with my job. Because that means they always talk about it. And she's like, just chill. Like you're so laid back. Mm. Just, you know, see what happens. Think about now. Because mm. I do go through spells and I want to move on, get a new job, da, da, da. And he's like, you either do or you don't. <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the yeah. really nice situation setup I've got yeah. with what, where I am right now. And he's like, well, don't change it then. Yeah. So, but it, I mean, it, it does really help. Like, it does talk a lot of sense. Um, but I think that's where it's hard then because I'm always like, well, am I not developing? Yeah. And I'm like, but... Yeah. I mean, Lucy, I remember me and Lucy had a conversation like way before we even thought about having kids. And we were like, oh, you know, people say you can't do both, have a career and kids. And we were very much like, yes, you can. Mm. How stupid is that? Like, of course you can. But I don't know. You can, but. At what sacrifice? Yeah, there's always yeah. something that's got to give. Yeah. Um, And it's a proper roller coaster. So that's where my head is at the moment. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong way no. of doing it and what works right now. And the mum guilt is always going to be there. Like, there's always yeah. going to be... Even me working three days and I've got two days where I'm just with yeah. the girls, you know, there's still elements. I mean, what I don't have is when I am in work, I love it. I do not have an element of guilt or mm-hmm. anything like that. Only when they're a bit sick or didn't want to go into nursery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas before that, I did feel a little bit of guilt... Um, but then there's mum guilt of other areas that comes in. Yeah, yeah. I remember mum saying that there was Gabby was Gabby's the youngest, so she said she was feeding Gabby. I can't remember, but she said she remembers feeding Gabby, and all she wanted to do was sit and have a cuddle yeah. with the baby, but she couldn't because she had to get her wrapped up, put her in the pram, get me ready to walk to get Megan and William from school, and she'd even. Even like you, you find ways to get through things when you've got more than one, but then you're still sacrificing things yeah. that 
that you had with baby one yeah. that you haven't got with baby four. Oh, yeah. Um, that that yeah. I'd forgotten about that. That's yeah. that was really tough going yeah. from one to two because yeah. your hormones all over the place as well, aren't you? But yeah. um, I remember Phoebe wasn't even a week old, and I was saying to say I'm putting Scarlett to bed, and I was just sobbing. Like she fell asleep on me, and I was just sobbing mm-hmm. because I missed it because mm-hmm. she was only my baby. But then I'm sobbing because why aren't I downstairs with Phoebe? Yeah. Yeah. You need to, it's like I remember. I remember that you're saying to say, "I need to split myself in two Yeah, because that's what I feel like. Yeah, it's so. But and now Bella, Bella said to me another week in the car, "Don't go to work, mommy." Yeah, we can't. <laughs> literally driving to drop her off. I'm like, my dad's like, God, yeah. What the hell is horrible? Yeah, absolutely horrible. Scarlett said that to me every day. Yeah, I'm not going to work today, are we, mommy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She knows because I'm not right. Because obviously, when I'm off, I'm like a bit slower. Yeah, old, yeah. Um, yeah. but like one thing um, I've let her start doing because she's been showing an interest and in like we've got a new wardrobe so she's like showing interest in her clothes and things like that I mean when I say interest picking what she's mm-hmm. putting on and um, it for me it helps the morning routine um, mm-hmm. I mean half the time I'm like what <laughs> are you wearing and if you've seen my pictures and it's when I really like put them in really cute clothes that match. matching yeah um but I'm just like, you know what? You do go you. With it. Yeah. yeah. Go with it. Go with it. Like yeah. she tights on today. It's like 30 yeah. degrees. <laughs> yeah. Um, with like a gold sparkle dress that she's obsessed with. Oh, yeah. But she thought she's happy. She's yeah. clean. Yeah. And that's how that's how I feel like how I get dressed now. Yeah. <laughs> if it's clean, if it's folded in a way, yeah. it goes on. Don't yeah. care what else no. anything else looks like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, my sort of slogan at the minute for life that gets me through things is Pick your battles. Pick your battles. I was just about to say that. Yeah. You've got to honestly, for your sanity. You yeah. have to pick your battles. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. That's saved me. Literally a few times I've had to stop, take a deep breath and say to myself, pick your battles. Pick your battles. Have you heard of the song, um, came on by accident, Cheryl Crow, if it makes you happy? No. I mean, don't listen to the lyrics and think that they're like yeah. factual because you could probably think, oh my God, Sophie's like depressed or something. <laughs> um, but it came on and I was just like, oh my God, this song. And it went in the middle of bath time, so you can imagine how okay, yeah. it was. This song has like touched me. So whenever I'm having a moment now, I just, just tell Alexa to put it on like yeah. really loud, like drowns out their noises. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> Singing, if it, if it makes you happy. happy. By Sheryl Crow, write it down. Get it on later really I will. loud. I will. <laughs> um, and it's it just changes one of those my mindset. Days this month yeah. As well. Yeah, you go. Get that yeah. on. She's, um, Bella's in that phase at the minute of not listening to a word you're saying, doing what like she wants. Yeah, yeah. Kind of insane. But we go to a toddler group on a Wednesday morning. It's cute. It is cute, but it's not cute when she does what she wants and doesn't <laughs> listen to what I say. And everyone else's child yeah. are doing yeah. what their parents ask. Yeah, great. But yeah. Um, is there anything else that I've not asked you that you'd like to talk about? No, I don't think so. Um, probably I'll think of all sorts of different things. I know, it's, it's always, always the way, way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, it's been really nice. I've really enjoyed it, yeah. Mm, I'm glad like a little therapy it. session. I know, it's, this is why I said it's helped me. Yeah. No end, I can't tell you. And I think I've got things relatively easy in comparison to a lot of people. Like, she's a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> she's a healthy kid. Um, so. I always see that. Like, yeah. It must be like a bit of like a coping mechanism. Yeah. Where you always try and think, well, this could be a lot worse um, mm. for you. Um, 
but it's easier to say that, isn't it, when you're in that moment? But of course it is. Yeah. 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 Um, we've got closing tradition. Okay. I've actually got two. Okay. So, what's one thing you wish you knew about parenting before you became a parent? Um, one thing I... Oh, God, that's... Let me think. Um, I don't know what I wish I would have known. Because, again, I don't think anything can really prepare you, but... <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know. One thing I would have known... Maybe, I don't know, because I'm thinking of all these things and then maybe I wouldn't have wanted to own that because I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> like if I realised yeah. how hard it would have been, I don't know if I would have done it. Yeah. But maybe I would have because it's, I always wanted to be a mum. So maybe like how much it would test me, like my patience maybe, but then how would I have prepared for that? I don't know. I know. Would have prepared, been prepared for that. Um, I don't know. Is that really crap answer? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, if you were to give a top tip to mm. new parents or expecting parents, what would it be? Um, wing it and just listen to your gut and ask for help. Those are tips, aren't they? But mm. I think um, let people help you. Um, take all of that advice on board but make sure that you know you have mm-hmm. that little bubble mm-hmm. time um, where it's just you know your immediate little newborn and whoever's there to help care and be responsible yeah. you know mum dad or whoever yeah. um, but wing it and it's okay to wing it mm. I think because we all are winging it because we yeah. my mum and dad always said to me when I was like a teenager like shouting at them yeah. no one gives you a book on how to be a parent yeah. <laughs> we don't know what this is like either yeah. Um, especially with your first yeah what I would say though for like baby number two like Phoebe's taught me to slow down yeah like massively like she's such a different person to Scarlett and I would have expected that because she's a different child but um, god she's just the most beautifully natured child Mm -hmm. I mean she's only two who knows what she'd be like in a few years Mm -hmm. but um I think baby number two really, or Phoebe has certainly made me slow down mm. and just think, you know what, if you're not dressed till lunchtime, who cares? <laughs> like, whereas with Scarlett, I was very much like, let's get up and get out. Yeah. Um, so that's where I think baby, having a second child, and you're so much more confident as yeah. a mum, just yeah. not winging it, but you've done it before. You feel like you know what that noise is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if like, you know, Phoebe's crying in the car seat, I'm like, well, Scarlet's having a wee of a poo on the toilet. Like, you're just going to have to hang on for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you know... Yeah. When I, I was feeding Phoebe once and we've got one of them big silver cross prams and, like, Scarlet yeah. had climbed into it. I was, like, jumping up and down. <laughs> and I'm, like... I've asked you to get down because you're going to break your neck and you're going to get to the hospital. But I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. Like, I'm feeding Phoebe, so... Yeah. You're just going to have to just you know take that risk yeah. and I mean she was fine obviously yeah. I weighed it up um I probably would have had to like have my boobs out like catch her but um yeah, yeah you're definitely more slow yeah. don't get me wrong life's still a million miles an hour but yeah it's exciting though it is yeah and that's what I was saying to, to, to Lucy it is hard but it's hard in a way that you've never experienced anything being hard before being difficult 
But then you flip that on its head and their rewards are oh, astronomical. You know, all you've got to do is just look at their face on you in the middle of the night. But yeah, Bella could have been an absolute arsehole in the going to bed phase. She'd be fast asleep and I'd be like, look at my little angel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, am I okay? Like, like Scarlett wouldn't go to sleep. Just ready to punch her in the face. Yes. Like, what the hell? She wouldn't go to sleep last night. She was just a bit too excited. And like, Steve was making this big Union Jack thing outside. Yeah. So she's like clocking him and yeah. wanted to help. And it was like 20 to 9. Um, and she starts crying because she wants daddy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what, I'm not doing this tomorrow. So just get into bed. I'm leaving. Because I'd sit with her and sit with her and read a book and read a book. I thought, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just left the room. She's like, ah. Um, she's really good. She won't get out of the bed. So she's going on and on and on. So I went back in. I was like, I've been doing this with you since you're nine months old, Scarlett. Um, got all her teddies in the room and then she finally fell asleep. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. Please <laughs> wake up. <laughs> what is it? What, and what I stayed there for like another half an hour just yeah. watching her sleep. Yeah, I know. What, what is that? Like, <laughs> and that's what I think mum life and you, you're just like there's yeah. it's not no reasoning behind it no I'm glad, I'm glad it's not <laughs> no but you, no one's alone I think that's yeah. why it's so important to like to talk about it yeah and like going to these toddler groups you know um the next time that you're not there yeah so and so will be doing the same yeah. thing I remember saying to one of the other mums can't wait for the time where she um does as I say and then one went I don't think that'll ever no <laughs> <laughs> maybe not yeah 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 well thank you for being such a wonderful guest no thank you for having me You're it's been welcome. lovely thank you